Welcome to Membership Maker, the podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of Memberspace. This podcast is brought to you by Memberspace, which turns any part of your existing website into members only with just a few clicks. It's available for WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, Duda, Webflow, Weebly, Notion, HubSpot, and custom HTML websites. Learn more at memberspace.com. Welcome, everybody. Today, I'm talking with Maris Callahan, the CEO and founder of The Social Broker, a content membership empowering real estate agents to build polished and thriving online brands. She's a longtime believer in social media with 15 years of experience in public relations and social media for big brands, innovative entrepreneurs, and some of the largest national real estate companies. Maris is a returning guest, so welcome back to the Membership Maker podcast, Maris. Thank you for having me back. It's good to chat again. You've got years of experience helping clients run successful social media campaigns, and you've seen a lot of what works and what doesn't. What are the most creative ways to market a membership on social? So this answer might sound like a cop-out, but it's really to be unique and to be authentic and to think about ways to share your messages and ways to promote your service or your product offering in a way that will, again, resonate with that target audience that you're trying to reach. So, you know, if you're looking at other memberships and saying, oh, I want to do what that person's doing, you're probably going to end up, you know, not looking very unique. Or maybe people will say, oh, that doesn't, people who know you might think, oh, that doesn't seem very on brand. So always really thinking about what is your purpose and what does your brand stand for? And really clearly and directly communicating those messages through social media. And these days, there are so many different fun things you can do. You can create Instagram reels and short videos, and you can do, um, you know, there are a lot of podcast opportunities to do. And, you know, I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs often suffer from what I call the bright and shiny object syndrome in that we want to do everything and we want to be everywhere. But I think the most, you know, productive marketing strategies are usually when you start small and really be present there. So if you decide that you're going to use Instagram to get in front of new clients, show up every day, post engaging content that adds value to the community, position yourself as a resource before you do any kind of selling, and really get to know and build relationships with your potential clientele online. And of course, you know, like I said, there's lots of tactics you could look at doing videos and guides and podcasts and PR. And there's so many different ways you can do that. But what's really most important is to, you know, to show up, to be consistent and to be authentic to to your brand. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense in terms of finding which of the many options to uh, promote yourself on. It sounds like, especially if you're newer to it, maybe it makes sense to experiment a bit, right? Maybe get out there and try different forms, whether that's posting a daily video or getting on podcasts or writing a blog or participating heavily in Facebook groups. Would would you say it makes sense to kind of dabble in all of them and maybe see what, one, you enjoy doing, right? Because if if it's something you hate doing, maybe you'll get to like it eventually, but it's probably more likely that you're going to be running uphill. So, but there might be other forms of social media or marketing that you do enjoy doing and be better to kind of lean into those. Would you agree? I do. I think it's a good idea to pick two or three things to start with. You know, to your point, it's important to diversify. I'll tell a personal story. My Instagram account was hacked. I sell Instagram 
education and tips for a living. And my Instagram account was recently hacked and I was locked out for a few days. And during that time, I realized, well, wow, it really is a good thing that I have other social networks that I can use to communicate with my audience and with my clientele. So it's really important not to put all your eggs in one basket because let's say you are using Instagram, you don't own that content. Instagram owns that content. So if I was to recommend three things for anybody starting out, I would say do Facebook and Instagram together and have a email, some sort of email list because you can you own the the email addresses that people give you. Email signups are a form of currency. They're saying in exchange for the ability to market to me, here's my email address. And in return, you know, they're probably getting an offer or a freebie or maybe just the great content that you're sending to your email list each week. But in general, what you can expect is, you know, that social networks will kind of phase in and out. The way we get information is here to stay. But who knows if, you know, five years, 10 years from now, we'll still be on Instagram or if we'll be active on a different platform that we haven't even heard of yet. Yeah, great points. And then my other quick question was around being authentic, right? So that's that's another one of those things that I've definitely heard people say. And I agree, it makes sense. But I think it's a bit of a squishy word. Like it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. What does that actually mean? Um, I think I think most of us can tell it when we see it in others. Like, oh, they're definitely being authentic. And we can tell the flip side of like, oh, they're definitely being fake right now. But, you know, if personally, uh, I do find it hard sometimes to be, you know, fully authentic uh, when you're doing anything online because we all want to put our, put our best foot forward. We all, you know, want to present a, a good image of ourselves, And I think it's maybe hard to sometimes show the, the, the not so great stuff. So do you have any kind of tips in terms of like, one, how do you define, you know, being authentic and how do you kind of know if you are being authentic or if you're not? Like, it, I would imagine it might be easy to sort of trick yourself into thinking you're being authentic and you're not. I'll answer this the way I answer it for my agents when they come to me and say, do I need to do X? And I think there is a lot of, you know, we live in this world where Instagram influencers are, um, you know, they're sort of everywhere and people see what they're doing and think, oh, I need to do that too if I want to be successful on this platform. But I always tell my agents, you need to you know, use social media to amplify what you're already doing, not to recreate the wheel. And if you're not somebody who gets dressed up every day and who is always like dressed to the nines with hair and makeup done, then you know it will look weird if all of your professional branding photos are like really stylized and super glam. And then, you know, you're presenting kind of a different image than is the experience clients have when they meet you. I'm a pretty casual person. So yeah, is it good to have those professional branding photos? Yes. But I always tell my agents, like you want the persona that you put out in the world to be aligned with what people will experience when they meet you and when they work with you. And, you know, my favorite thing to say is you are a real estate agent, not a reality TV star. If you wanted to be a reality TV star, you probably would have gone to journalism school instead of getting your real estate license. So, you know, making sure that you are staying true to like the brand that feels comfortable and thinking about what is that experience that I provide to my clients and how do I show that online? I just came off of a call with a new, a person who is new to my membership. And she said, I'm having a heck of a time learning this, you know, learning how to sort of work this program that, you know, a design program that works in concert with the content that I provide. And I did a half hour call with her and I was super casual and she was just thrilled to have that experience, have that access to me. So, you know, in exchange for maybe I don't provide the most formal 
um, you know, we were in our sweat sweatshirts and super casual. Maybe I don't provide a formal experience, but I do provide access and education and information where somebody else might not like get on the, you know, get on the screen until they'd, you know, kind of until they felt like they were sort of, you know, had that perfection, that perfect image. But for my brand, yeah, sure, I'll hop on the phone with you. Feels authentic. And that's the kind of experience that I want people to to feel like they're going to get if they hop over to my social media. Yeah, I think that's a good way to kind of think about it. And what popped in my head too was like, if a friend of yours or even a coworker, but friend's probably a better way to think of it. If a friend of yours were to look at what you're posting and from your business perspective and be like, that is not Maris. Like that is some, you know, creation of a persona that that's probably a good red flag that you're doing something that's not authentic. And maybe that's a good way to kind of test. Is this actually authentic and ask your friends? Exactly. And, you know, if you feel comfortable while you're doing it, like nobody feels totally comfortable when they're getting the professional headshot taken. And it is important to have some professional branding photos. Don't get me wrong. But if your goal is to sell more real estate, you're not going to accomplish that by every other week doing a professional photo shoot where you have to sit in a chair and get your hair and makeup done for two hours. So, you know, it's thinking, you know, what are my goals and how am I getting there and how do I show people that version? Well, I, you know, I use a term a lot that I, I like to think I coined, but I'm sure it's been around. And that's what is your brand personality? Everyone has a brand, whether you know it or not. And everyone has a personality. But to your earlier point, Ward, you said people want to put their best foot forward. And that's okay. If you have a professional social media presence, well, of course, you don't want to post, you know, maybe once in a while, you'll post the the photo where you're in your pajamas or something like that. But you're not going to want to do that every day. You do want to put that polished professional image of yourself out there. So it's how do I blend, you know, my personality and the experience people have when they work with me with a little bit of, you know, a little kind of, you know, sprinkling in some of that sort of professional um, best foot forward. Maris, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it. Would you like to share any resource or recommendations for folks trying to learn more about The Social Broker? Thank you. Um, yeah, my website is thesocialbroker.com. And over on Instagram, I'm the.social.broker. Feel free to drop me a DM and say hi. I always love to talk membership shop. Sounds good. Thanks, Maris. Thanks, Ward. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Learn more at memberspace.com.